Unfolding the eternal excellences, the hidden insights of the truth and the depth of the riches of wisdom and knowledge. The Bible says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have not pointed to your weaknesses. He says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have pointed to your strength. And this is your strength, that I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. The glory of freedom, the glimpses into eternity. The gospel is not supposed to be an assumption. It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the word. Colossians chapter 1 and verses 19. Wow. The Bible says, for it pleased the Father. Somebody say, it pleased the Father. That in him, the Bible says, should all fullness dwell. Who? Who? Yes. It pleased the Father that in Christ all his fullness dwell. Somebody shout hallelujah. So in Jesus, all the fullness of God dwells. Is that so? And the next verse says, And having made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. And you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by the wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled. You were enemies. You were alienated from the life of God. And then you were enemies in your mind by the wicked works. Yet now, the Bible says he has reconciled you. When the Bible says that you're reconciled, you are reconciled. You're not enemies to God in your mind. Hallelujah. You're not workers of iniquity and wickedness anymore. It's not in your system. It's not in your DNA. It's not in your line. It's not even in your thought. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now, the Bible continues to say, in he, in the body, the Bible says, of his flesh, he reconciled you in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. So you are blameless. Somebody shout hallelujah. You are unreprovable and you are holy in his sight because you are reconciled in his body. Somebody shout hallelujah. And the next verse says, if ye continue in the faith. Do you hear that? You're holy. You're reprovable. You're unblameable. You're under no condemnation. If you continue in the faith. If you continue in the faith. Grounded and settled and be moved not away from the hope of the gospel. Which ye have had and which was preached to every creature. Which is under heaven. Whereof I Paul am made a minister. You, you continue. You see your holiness. Your holiness. Your, the, the, your position not to be reproved or blamed. Under any circumstance. The thing that sanctifies you. Is faith. That is why the Bible says, seeing that you've been purified through faith. You've been purified into holiness through faith. Your purification to holiness is through faith. Somebody shout hallelujah. So he says, if ye continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which ye have had and which was preached to every creature, which is under heaven. That is the message. That is the gospel. Give me the, mes the, the, the message version of that. The message version of, of that says, you don't walk away from a gift like that. You stay grounded and stay in that bond of trust, constantly tuned in to the message. Careful not to be distracted or diverted. He says, there is no other message. It's just this one. And he says, every creature under heaven gets the same message. He says, I, Paul, am made a minister of the very message. And what is the message? That you were reconciled through his body. And because of that, you're not, you're not reprovable. You're not blamable. You're not under any place of, 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 of being considered under condemnation. You are holy. Somebody said Hallelujah. And that holiness continues on your life if you stay grounded in the message. Oh, did you understand that? Holiness is a nature before it becomes a work of manifestation. If it's not firstly a nature, then you are, you are opposite the nature of what you're trying to act out. Somebody said hallelujah. Holiness is a nature. Somebody say holiness is my nature. As a new creation in Christ. Somebody shout hallelujah. 
there's a, there's a deeper thing in there. There's a deeper thing in there. The purifying of our minds, our consciences, into holiness was because of faith. Can you believe that? That faith makes you holy. <laughs> Praise God. Can you believe that faith makes you holy? The Bible says, and they, he put no difference between us and them. He says, purifying their hearts by faith. Purifying their hearts by faith. Their hearts were made pure because they had faith. When you're a man of faith, purity is your story. Holiness is your story. Somebody said hallelujah. Now, the Bible says, I, Paul, am made a minister of that, of that gospel, of that message. Who now rejoice in my suffering for you and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church. He says, where of, again, he says, I'm made a minister according to the dispensation of grace of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Now listen, he says in the next verse, even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints. And he says, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery, he says, among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you. The Bible says the hope of glory. Somebody shout hallelujah. There are mysteries in scripture. And I promised you that I would take a time to teach some of these mysteries. As far as I'm given the ability, not the understanding. I carry the understanding. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. But Rema is tagged to purpose. Rema is tagged to divine purpose. Hallelujah. And because it's tagged to divine purpose, it's the appointment of heaven. It's, it's eternal timing. It's not simply the earthly time. It's not even in the, in the realm of opportunity. We carry the opportunity. But we must carry the wisdom to give men what they ought to hear when they ought to hear it. You understand? That's a land spirit. The Bible says the Lord has given me the tongue of the land to know how to speak. Not what to speak. When you're land spirit, you don't, you don't seek how. No, we're not part of the seeking people. We, we have been found. Somebody shout hallelujah. Did somebody understand what I just said? See, some people don't understand that it's, it's, it's accorded to men to pursue women, right? The church was pursued by Christ. It's the only way we can access the unsearchable. You understand? There's stuff a man can search out. You understand? It's, 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 the, it's, it's the what? The honor of God to, I mean the glory of God to conceal a matter. It's the honor of a king to search out that matter. But you see, there are things that are not in the search. There, They cannot be googled in the spirit. They, they can only find you. He say, pray to me and I'll show you great and unsearchable things which you would not know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me show you things that are unsearchable. Things that you cannot find. The things that you don't know. Things that even if you do what? You, they're things that, that Paul calls them the unsearchable riches of Christ. He calls them the unsearchable. He says, unto whom I'm least of all saints was given unto me this grace. That I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches. The unsearchable riches of Christ. And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery. What is the fellowship of the mystery? What is the fellowship of the mystery? What is the fellowship of the mystery? You, oh my carando. There are things even if you say let me try to go to the mountain. You can't find them in the mountain. But when you understand the grace of God. Those things find you. Somebody shout hallelujah. When you understand how God relates and reaches out to man. Those things find you. And men under the law can never find these things. Because those things cannot be found. And they are too proud to yield to the spirit to be found. Jesus found his what? Bride. Isn't it? He, you didn't go to heaven. He came to you. Somebody said hallelujah. You did not climb to heaven for salvation. No. The son of God left heaven and came for you. The same way these things ought to come for us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody said hallelujah. So I believe that there are things that are following me. You can say it again for yourself. Things that are unsearchable. Things that are too great for human scrutiny. Things that no man can understand except they are brought to him. Somebody shout hallelujah. 
And I've realized that the spirit of grace does exactly that. He brings to you what you cannot search. What is unsearchable? Somebody say amen. Now, there's a mystery of faith. There's a mystery of Babylon. There's a mystery of the dispensation of grace. And I'll preach that one day. But, but today I want to talk about the mystery, the in Christ mystery. The Christ in you mystery. Somebody shout hallelujah. To understand what it means to be in him and him in you. What it means for, for the son of God to dwell in your mortal body. And what it means to, for you to be in him. Somebody shout hallelujah. It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. In Colossians, he says, 2 verse 6, he says, As ye have therefore received Christ, he says, So walk ye in him. In him. Who, who has understood what I'm saying? As you, that means when you receive Jesus, that reconciliation between you and God, when you receive Jesus, that paradox took place immediately. Christ is in you and you are in Christ. How many of you understand? The water is in the fish and the fish is in the water. That's why we are fishers of men. Who understands what I'm saying? Now, he says, as ye have received therefore Christ Jesus the Lord, walk ye in him. Walk ye in him. Walk ye in him. Walk ye in him. As he walks in you. Somebody shout hallelujah. That's the mystery. Christ in you. As you are in Christ. Who has understood what I just said? Walk ye in him. That's how you... You see, the challenge of Christianity right now, why people struggle with Christianity, it's many people did not receive Christ the right way. Jesus was not a revelation. He was simply an answer they ran to because they were desperate with problems. You went through a lot and they said, you know what? You need Jesus. And then you received him based on the challenges and problems that you had. That means if you did not have problems, you'd not have Jesus right now. But you see, God wants to take you deeper than the challenges that are in your life. You understand? So you understand exactly why Jesus is in you and why you are in Christ. Walk ye in him as you have received Christ Jesus. How are you supposed to receive him? Understand that this union was one. He that is joined with the Lord is what? One spirit with the Lord. You're one spirit with him. You are one spirit with him. You are one spirit with him. And Paul says, I fear. Least by any means, by any means, that means it could be different any other way. He says, I fear least by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through the subtlety, so your minds, the Bible says, should be corrupted from the simplicity which is in Christ. God, Jesus, Paul is trying to tell you here that once you understand what it means to be in Christ and what it means for Christ to be in you, you'll understand that salvation is supposed to be a life of simplicity. But you see, men, the Bible says, are corrupted from the simplicity which is in Christ. We have added other things. It's Christ and this. It's Christ and the Lord. It's Christ and works. It's Christ and this. It's not Christ alone. That is why when you go back to the scripture I was reading, Paul, when he says the mystery that was hid from the edges past and now revealed, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And he says, whom... Huh? Next verse. Whom we preach, right? Warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom. He says that we may present every man perfect in what? In Christ Jesus. Not two. We're not the ones who prepare you and then we say, Jesus, he is the perfect one that I try to prepare. No. He says we labor. We, we, we strive with all wisdom and all manner of ministry. He says teaching every man in all wisdom. He says that we may present every man perfect in Christ. Mature in 
Christ. What does it mean to be perfect in Christ? To understand the holistic mind of Christ, the person and person only. Nothing else. That's maturity. That is the simplicity. Somebody said hallelujah. Give me the message of that. The message Bible says, he says we preach Christ warning people not to add to the message. We teach in a spirit of profound common sense so that we can bring every person to maturity. He says to be mature is to be basic. Christ, he says, no more, no less. You don't bring anything else. It's Jesus in the center. That's the basic line of Christianity. Christianity is not Moses and Christ. It's not Apostle Grace and Christ. It's not Prophet and Christ. It's not Evangelist. No, it's Christ and he crucified. He says, when I was a minister, I sought to know nothing and be acquainted of nothing. Save Christ and him what? Crucified. That's the basic line of the gospel. So Paul is worried with the church. Why? Because they have they were they are beguiled through the subtlety. Because remember, the wisdom of God is to give subtlety to the simple man. And now when Satan comes, he does not tempt you in simplicity too. He comes in subtlety to complicate the simplicity in Christ because he knows that there's a complexity in the person of Christ. For they cannot know him except they are under the spirit. He says the carnal man cannot receive neither design the things of the spirit. For they are spiritually designed. He knows that carnality complexes Christ. So what does he do? He also complexes Christ the more. Of the simplicity that we're supposed to have in Christ as born again believers. And how can he do that? By subtlety because he knows the end of wisdom is to the intent that the simple receive subtlety i hope you understand what i just said satan is not stupid you understand he's not stupid he's crafty he's subtle he thinks do you understand what i'm saying that's why paul fears that men are led away from the simplicity which is in Christ. Why is Christ simple? The Bible says, if any man. Let me explain the simplicity in Christ. He says, if any. Let me explain that simplicity. Why Paul is worried. If any man, he says, be in Christ. He says, that man is a new creature. And the old is past. And he says, and now the new. And the next line. And all things are of God. That's the simplicity in Christ. That all things are of God. There is nothing hard to do. Ministry is not hard. Marriage is not hard. Business is not hard. Your career is not hard. Healing is not hard. Deliverance is not hard. Walking in the spirit is not hard. Why? Because there is simplicity. What is the simplicity? All things are of God. That means when I'm preaching, it's of God. Hallelujah. When I'm praying for the sick, it's of God. Hallelujah. When I'm prophesying, it's of God. When I'm ministering, it's of God. When I'm doing business, it's of God. When I'm entering marriage, it's of God. When I have children, they are of God. How can it be complicated when everything is of God? Maybe let me make it a bit more simple for some of you to understand. The simplicity of Christ is to the intent that of God he is made unto us. You understand what I'm saying? By God he is made unto us of God. Who has understood what I said? By God Christ is made unto us of God. All things are of God. By God, Christ is made unto us of God. Let me say it again. By God, Jehovah God, Christ is made unto us of God. All things are of God. Okay. Maybe you don't understand it. First Corinthians chapter 1, verses 30. It says, but of him, of who? God. Are you in what? 
in, in, in Christ, who of God. <laughs> Look at that. Did you understand what I said? But of him are ye in Christ, who of God is made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Did you understand? By God, Christ is made unto us of God wisdom. So, Christ is the wisdom of God. And he's made unto us the wisdom of God. Christ is the righteousness of God. And he's made unto us the righteousness of God. Christ is a sanctification of God. And he's made unto us the sanctification of God. Christ is the redemption of God. And, and, and he is made unto us redemption. That means... You are wise of God. You're righteous of God. You are sanctified of God. All things are of God. Who has understood what I just said? He says, for in Christ, not to Christ, for in Christ, it's neither Jew nor Gentile, neither circumcised or uncircumcised, but what availeth is the new creature or creation. That's the most important thing. God doesn't care whether you're circumcised or not, whether you're Jew or Gentile. To him, what's most important is this new creature. Now, what makes him simple? Because I don't need wisdom. I have him. I have him. So if I have him, he's been made unto me wisdom of God. I don't just carry the wisdom of men. I carry the wisdom of God because Jesus is made the wisdom of God. All things are of God. So, I can't wake up and I'm, I'm struggling. You can't be a student and you say, you know what? That guy is wise. I wish I was wise like him. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You carry the wisdom of God. You are the righteousness of God. You are sanctified by God. You are the redeemed. You understand? You, you must that all these things are of God. Why? Because you carry Christ. What makes it so simple? Because that means I don't need to be anything. I'm already it. That is why some of you are poor. Because you're trying to be rich. <laughs> That's why you're struggling financially. Because you're trying to be rich. Oh, this, oh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm believing God for, for wealth. Oh, I'm, I'm believing God to increase my wealth. You, you have a problem. You don't know who you are. You don't know who of God you've been made. How can I be poor? When Christ is not poor. Oh no, let me, let me go deeper into the mystery. There's many things. Jesus was beaten, was crucified. He, he, you know, he had a bath like many people, I believe. He, he ate food like everybody else. He, he probably had a funny, you know, that Jesus could have been anything. But it's not written anywhere in scripture that, that and the son of Mary fell sick. Did, did you ever read that? <laughs> he, the Bible says, he humbled himself. He came in the form of a what? servant in the likeness of a man. You understand? But even in the form of a servant in the likeness of man, Jesus refused to be sick. He, 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 can, he can do everything, breathing oxygen out, whatever, you call it anything. But the son of God refused to be sick. Because that's the one thing God could not compromise over. Even in the humility of the Christ. <laughs> Put your hand on your head and say, I will live a long life. How can I be sick? 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 My body is of God. My blood is of God. My bones are of God. My heart is of God. My organs are of God. Everything in me is of God. Hallelujah. In and out. The Bible says we are members of his what? His body, his blood, and his bones. 
other members. So telling you that you have typhoid means Jesus has typhoid. <laughs> what is that called? Deception. Because all things are of God. Somebody shout hallelujah. When you receive Jesus Christ, even that blood that pumps in you, hallelujah, that thing that, that when you donate blood and somebody has HIV, when your blood comes in contact, when your blood comes in contact, Soon, I don't know whether I'll get time to get you somebody here. Last week, somebody met us after service. She said every Thursday she used to come. She had HIV. Every Thursday, she just used to stand on these grounds and say, I am the healed of the Lord. I can't be here and I'm sick. And now she's checked three times. They can't find the virus. You understand why? Simple. Woo! In Christ. Hallelujah. You, you, you don't need to complicate it. You don't need to go on the prayer mountain to heal. Oh, Karando Sabraka. You don't need anything to prophesy or to heal or, or to demonstrate power. Why? Because all things are of God. You see, many of us have not gotten to the liberty of the spirit like we ought because we don't have the faith for that liberty. Liberty is to the degree of how much faith you're willing to give according to the revelation of the person of Christ. That is why many of us can't, we can't flow in the fullness of the wisdom of God. Phronesis cannot work with us. Phronesis cannot work with us. The, the, the determining of the mode of an action of a miracle because you behold the end inside you know that the end is healing you understand whether you put a hanky on the sick man he'll heal that's your phronesis whether you whether you spit on the ground and then make spit them out of it and put it on a man's eye that's your phronesis if the person of christ did not want to spit on the ground and then he put a he got a, his shoe and he says put this shoe on the blind man he would see the liberty of the spirit it allows us to do the miracle the way we want to do the miracle because we know the end that the miracle must happen. But that liberty comes with a certain faith. Who understands what I'm saying? When you're in that level, when you're in that realm, you don't... Lady typing. Hey, you on the phone. Stand up. Look at me. I don't need to do anything, you see? I don't need to say, oh God, I pray that the power of God gets on her and then it settles. Don't ashamed me. Cameras are watching me. People are live streaming. What if I do it and it does not work? How can it not work? Because I carry the liberty of the spirit. I know who is speaking through me. That is how you change your finances. That is how you fix your ministry. That is how you fix your job. That is... It's faith. And because of that, I could have laid hands on her. I could have sent a word. Whichever way I wanted. Because that liberty is not lustful. It's not in the carnal sense of desire to show off. I'm not showing off power here. Do you understand? My steps are ordered of the Lord. You understand? That liberty, by the time you get into that liberty, you're dead to the last of it. You understand? By the time you get to that kind of freedom of demonstration of power, you're dead to its last. Carry her, it's too much for her. Just put her the other side. Do you understand what I'm saying? That is how disease lives. It responds to you. It knows that you're talking. Somebody say, I carry the wisdom of God. That's how poverty flees. It knows that you are talking. That's how the things that frustrate you go. Because they know that the woman of God has spoken. It's the same breath by which I tell you that you are a success. It's on the same grace that I tell you that you will increase. 
you will increase. Whether the devil wants it or not, you'll walk in divine health. Whether the devil wants it or not, you will increase. You'll multiply. Great things await you. Whether the devil wants it or not, it's your portion in Christ. That's why Paul gets a bit crazy. He says for about 14 years, I know a man in Christ. Because that's the man that experiences God. He says he was taken to the third dimension of the spirit. And he saw things which were not lawful to utter. Things that human language had not the power to put into words. That means if he should come to articulate it to the wise to whom we impart these things. Because to the wise we impart. We don't teach. We impart. He says to them that are mature, we do impart this wisdom. There are things they can never teach you. Because the human language does not have the power to put those things in words. That's what Paul was. He says, I scored up into paradise and I heard utterances beyond the power of man to put in two words. Which no man is not, give me the, yes. Give it, no man is not permitted to utter. Things that you can't put in human language. It's only allowed for the spirit to utter. Those are things only the spirit man can pass. Our ministration is beyond the words we can ever articulate. That's why he says, to them which are wise, we do impart this wisdom. We, we pass it on. Right now, there are things that are being translated right now. There are things that are being transferred into another man's spirit. Beyond my human reasoning and understanding. Beyond human wisdom. There are things that are being transferred to your spirit. Because you're mature enough to get them. Somebody say, I'm free. Say I'm free. When you have not understood what it means to be in Christ, you'll struggle. You'll struggle with weakness. You'll struggle with sin. You'll struggle with guilt. You'll struggle with many things. Because you see, it's, it's the... You see, when he says, for now, you are no under condemnation. Remember Romans 8? He says, there is no condemnation for them which are in, not with not for. He says for them that are in Jesus Christ. He says when you are in, you, know, you don't walk after the flesh, but after the spirit. He says for the law of the spirit of life in Christ. The law of the spirit of life in Christ. The, 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 the spirit of life in Christ. It, ha- it carries the law. There are laws that are appropriated when you're in Christ. When you understand you're in Christ's truths, Christ in you, you in Christ. There are certain laws in the spirit that are appropriated. They, they appropriate primarily the law of life. You appropriate the law of life. You appropriate the law of life. When you understand what it means to be in Christ and Christ to be in you. Somebody shout hallelujah. You get rooted and grounded in him. Life starts to come out of your spirit. Condemnation is not your portion. Because you're unreprovable. You're holy and unblameable. He's been made your righteousness. Your redemption, your sanctification and your wisdom. You can't, listen, when you understand that, you realize that sin is not something to struggle with. You cannot say, oh, I've tried, I've failed. You cannot fail. Unless you've not understood who you are. Christ cannot fail. It's not in the nature. You see, the consciousness of the person of Christ is beyond thinking like him. If you are here and you're thinking like him, you've not yet understood the reality of present truth. Because thinking like him means he thinks, I mean, you thinking like him, it means that you have, he has a mind, you have a mind, and your mind has tried to conform to his mind. It's already too, too late for your mind to conform to his mind. Your spiritual mind, right? It's too late for it to conform to the person of Christ. You and Christ are one. It's beyond likeness. Who understands what I'm trying to say? You can't say that think like Christ. No, no. Think Christ. It's too late for you to think like. Because that would mean you're separating your mind but trying to align it to him. So you're parallel. No, you see, it's not so. You don't think like Christ only. We 
have the mind of Christ. We don't think. We have the mind. And we hold his very thoughts. No, give me the amplified of that. He says, for the Bible says, we have the mind of Christ and hold the thoughts, the feelings and purposes of his heart. We hold. Oh, what a, oh my God. Help somebody understand what I'm saying. We, we, we don't think like him. We hold his very thoughts. But you see, I, I thought funny last week. That was your flesh. It wasn't your spirit. Your spirit can't think funny. Oh, but Apostle, I, I, sometimes I have stupid thoughts. Yes, in your flesh. You understand? But your spirit carries the thoughts. The very thoughts. That means Christ thinks we think. When you understand that, you realize that your spirit cannot think wrong. That's liberty. Your spirit cannot think wrong. That's liberty. That's why we put the flesh to subjection. To the spirit man. Because once our spirit man understands, I mean once our flesh can understand and connect to the spirit man as he ought to, you realize that, you see, the reason why, okay, let me give you a simple example. Simple example. If you hold the very thoughts of Christ, how many of you know that Christ, the eternal person, does not exist in the time frame of earth, yesterday, today, and tomorrow? For to him, yesterday, today, and tomorrow are one and the same. You understand? So the person of Christ, Cannot be ignorant of the present, the past, and the future. <laughs> Some of you are still waiting to tell you that next year you're going to be a success. Okay, receive it in Jesus' name. But you see, there's a point where you get to in God. my next 10 years. I know my next 20 years. How do you know? I don't know how I know, but I know my next 20 years. Why? Because I know the mind of Christ. It doesn't exist in your time series. Even better, I know my end. Somebody say, I know my end. And guess what? That's a place of faith. That's a place of faith. It's not the existential experience. It's not in the realm of the, 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 the spectacular. If you're waiting to first get a sign in the spectacular, you understand? You, you, will, you will pursue pneumaticos and miss out the pneuma. You, you'll pursue the spiritual and miss out the spirit. Because not all spiritual things are spirit. Or not all spiritual things can explain the source of the spirit. I know how I'm going to be in the next 30 years. I know how. How do I know? I know that. Why? Because I don't exist in the time series of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Uh-uh. Jesus, the same. That means to him, present, future, and past are the same. When you enter that mind, whoa! You don't, you don't ask God, what am I going to do next week? You know what you're going to do next week. You prepare your spirit for what is going to come next week. When it comes, you knew it. Sometimes there is faith in scripture that says if you have faith, have it to yourself. Because some of you, I don't think that if we fully explain to you the true experiences of what some of us go through. Some of you will either struggle to believe or you will last without purpose. But whether you believe it or not, the future is not a mystery. It's not a mystery. It's not ambiguous. It's not unclear. 
I know where I'm going. How do I know? I just know. How do you know? I have the mind of Christ. Jesus is not thinking her about what are we going to do tomorrow. Neither can I. If Jesus says tomorrow I'm going to do this, what can fail him? That's why he says, for all things in him are here. And the men. But you must be in him. Again, you're dead to the last. You see, that's what I'm trying to say. If you're not a dead man, you cannot understand this. Otherwise, your carnal self will seek to indulge in these spiritual things and they will not make sense for you. But you see, we've run out of time as a body of Christ. Certain things must start showing forth. We, there are things we have to see. Somebody shout hallelujah. There are things I have to see with this physical eye. It's the only way I can go to bed and say I know God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Uganda will become first world in our time. Those are the thoughts. <laughs> there are some unbelievers here. No, no. It's based on us. We've spoken. The power of the king's words. We've, we've proclaimed it. Somebody say in the name of Jesus. Our nation becomes first world. Before we die. Yes. Yes. To the glory of the father. Somebody say hallelujah. That is why. I have learned this by experience over time as I've started to, as I understood this mystery, that the consciousness of Christ is not like to think like it's to be. Christ conscious realities are simply to be. This is love made perfect. That we might have confidence on that day. For as he is, so are we. Who understands what I'm trying to say here? How is Jesus? Is he worried about the economy? Is he worried about the social systems? Is he worried about disease? Is he worried about failure? Is he worried that he's grown so old to get married? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said hallelujah. If Christ is not worried, you have no means to worry. You have no reason to lose peace. Eat your bread in joy and sleep well. Wake up in the morning and look at yourself in the mirror and say, fearfully and wonderfully made. I can't fail. I can't fail. I don't fail. It's not in my nature. One man phoned me a couple of days ago. He said, but apostle, how can you just walk like that? You know, you don't have this. You don't have that. You don't have like 20. I, I told him, look. <laughs> no man can take my life. I can only give it. <laughs> Who has understood what I just said? Did you get what I just said? The Bible says that the evil man and wicked one shall be far from you. Nobody who can harm you can come near you. Somebody said hallelujah. Nobody who can harm you can come near you. Why? Because the son of God was not killed. They did not take his life. He gave it. The son of God gave. They didn't take. Don't think that you can be in your house and somebody brings a knife. Oh, no, no. They're talking about another person, not you. The one we are talking about maybe didn't come. But the one who is listening to me, they can't just, oh, no. 
only give your life, they can't take it. You're called of God. You have an anointing on you. You have That's the mind. That's the mind. Jesus was not murdered. He was not killed. He gave. And I'm not ready to give now. I have stuff to do. Tell your neighbor I still have stuff to do. I can't give my life to disease. I can't give my life to death. I can't give my life to a man. I can't give my life to cancer. I can't. You can, you can, you cannot give your life to disease. At the level you are at, you can only give it. It can't be taken. Your business can't be taken. You can only give it. Your marriage cannot be taken. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. He did not give life power. He did not give death power. He gave the tongue power. He said whatsoever you bind on earth it shall be bound in heaven. The Amplified says must be what is already bound in heaven. That means our conversations begin from up here. He says, for our conversations are in heaven from whence we look. We, we begin from up there and bind. Those are called the keys of the kingdom. By the time I come on earth and say I will leave, heaven has already agreed. By the time I serve a success, heaven has already stamped it. Hallelujah, somebody. Signed and sealed and delivered. You will have a long life. You will see good days. That is the mind. That is why when Christ is walking the surface of this earth, right? He, he's not conscious. He's not conscious of many things. I told people, Jesus, it was not a miracle for Jesus to walk on water. That's human consciousness. That's human consciousness. It was not a miracle for Jesus. No, 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 no. No, he was doing his stuff and then they saw him walking. Wait, wait, wait. The miracle was Peter walking on water, not Jesus. Let me explain the mystery. Look at the rapture. The Bible says, in the rapture, it says we shall be caught up. You understand? Let me explain. God just simply needs to get next to a human being and remove gravity. Some of you don't know that you're simply seated because of gravity. That means you're already too light to fly. <laughs> Who understood what I just said? Gravity is literally where you're at. There is a force saying, hold, hold her. You understand what I'm saying? You simply just say, gravity, let go of me. Then you walk on water. <laughs> now, as the son of God went in the spirit... The terrestrial submitted to the celestial nature of who he was. Man, man, we are going to do stuff. I'm tired of, of what I have seen. Let men have walked in. A, yeah, yeah, I have seen that. Deaf ears have opened and blind eyes have seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ear has heard that and has entered. Uh, what I has not seen. What ear has not had? Come on somebody and say that's mine right there. That's where we're going. We're going to enter. Listen. I'm speaking the mind of God. Christianity is changing a great deal. It's changing a great deal. It's changing a great deal. You see, we can do things, exploits in the spirit 
until men say I have seen that one time when Kawempe Apostle Emma remembers that overnight the power of God carried people huh? two pastors ran out of the room two pastors and they said this is not God you know why because of the way God was carrying men in the room the spirit literally was carrying human bodies and a pastor who should have believed walked out in unbelief but that one I has seen we are going to enter a place where even believers will run away from you <laughs> you're going to do exploits ministry is going to change we are not just going to preach we are not just going to worship uh-uh. a man of God will say what and the whole nation wakes up and fails to sleep because the man of God spoke it because the prophet spoke it the whole nation will fail to sleep literally That's where we're going. And it's not far. It's not far. We're in Imaneko Rando Sebro Shaka Prakataramando Zebaka Shaka Rabakasaraba. Listen, unless I'm speaking on behalf of your families. May God do something in your life that has never been seen in your lineage. May God be do something in your life that your relatives have never seen. Let them say that since the beginning of the world till now, we've never seen anything like this. We cannot limit Jesus to philosophy. We can't limit him to mythology. We can't limit him conservativeness Jesus is big with him all things are possible I'm not limiting him in my praise I'm not limiting him in my worship I'm not limiting him in the ministry I'm not limiting him I'm not limiting God wherever he wants to come let him come let me be misunderstood but let me be sure that I got him but I'm tired of explaining myself into mediocrity. Let me be misunderstood. The man of God, Kenneth E. Hagin, one time gave a story of a man who used to spit on people and limbs used to grow. He, oh, oh, oh. He used to spit on men. Poo, he spits on you and the limb grows. Kenneth Hagin stole that story. He says, he, a man would spit on you and the limb grows. A limb grows, eh? And we're in a generation where people can't even cast out flu, which even vitamin C can deal with. I refuse that life. God, I'm entering that elevation in the name of Jesus. Come on, raise your hands and speak to God. The apostolic is changing. <laughs> The pastor is changing. The prophetic is changing. The evangelistic is changing. Worship is changing. We'll have worship evenings where they bring the dead, the deaf, the blind. And let them see. Under the light of the glorious gospel. A minute and talk to God. Oh, Shatalab, Brasa Katarab, Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Just take a minute. In Christ, in Christ, in Christ. 
things in him are yeah. May you enter that liberty so fast. May things work easy for you so quickly. Come on, somebody. Lord of creation, there acts the start for the beginning of of our heart when we think for a moment that we have your mind. We have your mind. We have your mind. We have your mind. God, we embrace the next move of the Spirit. We are available. what it means and we are ready I see stars shining brighter I see the oil pour out on people something is going to happen in Africa that will literally shake the whole world of lights for the God who commanded light out of darkness he has shined in our hearts to give the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus we cannot be normal men say to yourself I cannot be a normal man 
Come on, if you believe what you've said, put up your hands and receive. Give the Lord a mighty hand clap of praise. Come on, clap for him. No, no, not like that. Clap like you know what has just happened in your spirit. Hey! Every morning I wake up these days, I just say, oh God, I'm ready. I feel there's something coming. I don't know its name, but I know it's of God. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Men are not going to be able to comprehend the anointing that flows out of your spirit. When they think you're here, they will discover every day that you're higher than they thought. Why? Because it's going to stir up every day deeper and deeper and deeper until they'll say, he's bottomless. She's bottomless to the glory of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you're here and you've never given your life to Christ and you want to receive him as your Lord and Savior, you, you want to go into Christ tonight and allow him to come in you. Come and receive him as your Lord and Savior. There's a lady watching me right now. You're on live stream. You're on a phone in a hospital. The Lord is healing you of cancer. Right now. Start to receive your healing now. Start to receive your healing now. Receive it. Just receive it. Don't complicate. Don't complicate it. I feel a swelling is disappearing right now. Somebody came with a swelling. It's leaving now. heavy swelling is living now. I know it when swelling starts to disappear. If you're here and you came with a swelling and it has disappeared, just wave like this. I want to see you. There's one there. Wave, wave. There's one there. There's another one there. There's another one there. Just wave like this your hand. If you felt a swelling disappear off your body, wave your hand like that. I see another one in the back. I see another one in the back. I see another one in the back. I see another one there. I see another one there. I see another one there. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come and receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you're here and you have never received him, I want that Jesus tonight. Come. 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 can tell me you can tell me how many years how many years just tell me you tell me come and receive jesus without clutches how long how many years is that
old is past and now the new and all things are of you. Amen. The message you have just heard was brought to you by Fenero Ministries International. For more information, contact us on telephone number 041-466-4291 or email us at fenerocompala at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.fenero.org. Or better still, feel free to join us every Thursday for our weekly fellowships at Uma Multipurpose Hall from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can also catch the live stream at livestream.com slash Fenero. Finero, make manifest.